0: Check one, two. One, two Check two, one, two. one, two. This one goes. The next one is three. Okay. Line. Line three. Hello, my name is Michael Rosso. This is Film Photography Podcast, the internet radio show for people who love to shoot film. This is issue number 105. Issue <laughs> is magazine. June. Yeah, we're magazine now. Yeah. <laughs> June 15th, 2014. And... I am thrilled to say that I am here with the whole gang, who I'm going to introduce, the whole gang plus, here in Finlay, Ohio, at the Jones Mansion, and we have a crowd with us. <laughs> yes, this is being recorded live from our FPP Walking Workshop 2014. For folks out there who were there and now listening, you are like, wow, man, I was there. That's like <laughs> bending the fabric of time. Absolutely. Let me do the intros. Uh, To my very left is our special guest, Mr. Keith Swan. Good morning. Keith, of course, runs thedarkroom.com, which we've been chatting about and chatting about and chatting about on the show. And the wonderful thing about thedarkroom.com, a lot of our listeners have experienced using Mm thedarkroom.com. And the reviews are, I mean, very rare. This is like a rare thing. The reviews are like 100%. Like 100%... Yep. Super positive. Yep. Great totally. service. Great, great processing. So we're all, the yep. last <laughs> waving her hand.
1: Super
2: positive.
3: I wanted to know did you check in your goodie bag? Because Keith donated a free roll of film processing and scan. Yeah. In your goodie bag. There's awesome. a card in there. You yeah. looks surprised that by that. Is that not sweet? What a deal. <laughs> yeah. What's that? I did. It was in the water no, mouth. it's in your goodie bag. You should have seen it yesterday. So just anyway, note that. Surprise for him. Be, yeah, that's, why, yeah. that's why Bill's
4: been stealing everyone's bag. <laughs> yeah, anyway,
3: back to you, Michael. Uh,
0: <laughs> next to Keith is Mr. Matt Mirage. Hey, how's it going, guys? My name is Michael Rosso. To my right and down the line of this long table is John Fideli. Oh, hey, how are you? Mark Dalzell. Hello. Dane Johnson. Yo. Leslie Lazenby. Good morning. Lazenby. Welcome.
5: Welcome. We're going to
0: get right into it. We have this is a great show. uh, On on this show, what show? (laughs) We're going to be, of course, talking to Keith about the awesome Darkroom.com. We're going to be talking about Sveima Films. Mm. Yes, we have a we have a little segment called Polaroid Party. We're going to be talking about uh, C41 processing, home processing. Mark's going to be chatting about that. C41. We have an amazing. A little bit of a bummer <laughs> what shutter tester oh. a bummer because when you test your shutter you're like oh my god oh, my,
5: and I it was
0: It's like a little device, a little machine and Mark's gonna send up and <laughs> people can come up and bring your camera. It's sort of like getting your palm red <laughs>
4: <laughs> It's, it's, it's like, like, it's like getting it. your weight at the doctor when <laughs> you're like yeah 175 uh, so
0: that and a lot more when we come back. hey michael rosso here we have an exciting giveaway this show what show that's right if you could not make it to our annual fpp walking workshop go to our giveaways section on our website filmphotographyproject.com forward slash giveaways and enter our contest this month what are we giving away we are giving away free processing and scan courtesy
6: of our good friends at the darkroom.com super amazing Please note that if you are at the FPP Walking Workshop 2014 and already received a free processing certificate that you may not enter. Free processing and scan, $4 postage and handling charge does apply.
0: Hey, it's Mike here with John, The Dark Room is a lab on the West Coast. And these days, because, you know, we're all shooting film, but, you know, the big question is where do I bring my film to get processed because mm-hmm. so many local labs have been closing, and even our local CVS, Target stores, Walmarts. It's diminishing. The darkroom is an option, and they've really stepped up to develop all films. films. 110 film, 126 film, 35mm film, 620 film, 120 film, 4x5 film, 8x10 film. Wow. One uh, stop shopping. Black and white, color print C41, color slide E6. E6. Uh, 122, 20, 35, 4x5, 8x10. The Darkroom, it's thedarkroom.com. They also do testing of awesome films like Lomo, X-Pro, Red Scale, True Black and White, Crossbird, Red oh, Bird, oh, Nightbird, hey. uh, Infrared Films. All of us here at the FPP, highly recommend you go there. They'll take good care of you. Thedarkroom.com. <laughs> tell them the FPP sent you. Yeah. Hey, we're back. Hello. Uh, Mr. Keith Swan, welcome. Good morning. Awesome. Folks out there, we're gonna Keith is gonna tell us a little bit about the dark room, the history of the dark room, and then of course if if you have any questions, we're gonna open it up for QA. But Keith, we're very, very thrilled and excited. I was so thrilled when you told us that you were going to fly yeah. from California to visit Finlay, Ohio. I was like, whoa! Yeah. That's so awesome, and I'm glad you're here.
2: Well, thank you for having me. The, the dark room. Tell us about it. Tell us about the history of it. Well, my partner and I, my business partner and I, Phil, started commercial lab, a wholesale lab, uh, about 11 years ago, primarily serving camera stores in the California market. As you know, the camera store market over the last few years has declined, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And so we were looking for new new ways that we could we could help our customers so we decided to take the name of a lab that we had in northern california at the time the darkroom to offer that as a direct to consumer avenue so with the decline of camera stores people would typically take their film into the stores, drop it off, come back a couple days later and pick it up. That's not available now for for most parts of the country, with the exception of going to you know a Walgreens or a CVS that only offers uh, C41 processing. But our customers do black and white cross processing, E6, and just a, a lot of other a lot of the products that we like to offer. We've we've offered that over the internet now for uh, about four years, and it's growing quite quite well. As we pick up a good following, we have a a great bunch of customers. Uh, we process uh, several hundred rolls of film per day, wow. and uh, it's working well. See that blows awesome. people's mind. I it mean, a lot of people yeah
1: a lot of people don't even know that film can still be developed. Yep.
2: Right. Well, what what we find with a lot of customers is. It, it, a lot of one time customers, I would say, hmm. is they find a bag of film in, in their mother's yeah. drawer and they send it in and it provides great memories of, of their past. Uh, we recently just did an order for, for a, a couple that had, I think, 132 rolls oh, that they had held on to after their son had passed away. Oh. Oh. And it was a Mother's Day present for the mom from. From the father to get these all processed and we got a note back uh, actually last week thanking us it, it made her mother's day mm-hmm. and awesome. it, it was it was a really special special order that we did for, for these folks. So we have a lot of neat things like that that we get customer feedback from. Mm. We operate a lab uh, in Southern California. We have San Clemente? A, in San Clemente, California. Right. It's about halfway between Los Angeles and San Diego.
0: People that are local, can, they can walk in or no?
2: No, we we just do mail order. We're, okay. we're not really equipped for, for walk-in customers. Okay. Mm-hmm. We don't want them to, to know what we look like. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> We have about 25 employees. Uh, We run uh, about a shift and a half per day, uh, six days a week. Wow. Okay. That's great. Uh, even though today's Saturday, they're running a shift. Now,
0: uh, now, for processing C41, E6, black and white, do do batches run on different days?
2: Like, is there an E6 day? Uh, this time of year, which is May, June, they're running uh, every day. Uh, during the winter times, uh, or the, during the winter, E6 will usually only run three to four days per week. Okay. Because mm. we like to have at least 100 rolls of E6 at a time to do a run. Mm. Right. E6 drops off quite a bit during the winter. It's more of a spring and summer fall type film yes leslie international like canada we do uh we ship to canada every day it works great we send it out through the u.s postal service and uh up to canada post they do a great job we, we get orders from all over the world mm. oh that's awesome mm-hmm. now have you been seeing because fpp has really
0: been uh, head over heels into color infrared film have you seen that Film been coming in
2: We do We do see uh, Are you referring to The Aerochrome talk? Yeah Aerochrome We get a, a nice Amount of Aerochrome <laughs> It's uh, it, It's a beautiful film Yeah and of course, we get black and white infrared. Yeah, black and white infrared. So as well. we, we can run infrared. A couple tips for anybody that sends in infrared please keep it in the container and make sure you, it's clearly marked exactly what type of infrared film it is inside right. so we don't have to guess. I've, had, I've had <laughs>
0: received some emails, uh, folks, they did not send their film to the darkroom and they did not label it properly. And okay. they were very disappointed because there are light leaks, massive light leaks. How does that happen?
2: Uh, it's possible their processors use uh, infrared emitters. Oh. And which will instantly fog the right. the infrared oh, yeah. film. Wow! Uh, if we know it's infrared, we'll run it on our dip and dunk line with no infrared, uh, mm-hmm. either cameras mm-hmm. or or uh, infrared emitters on the equipment. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah that's right. important.
0: The customer <laughs> walked it into a, a shop somewhere in Europe, and it was sort of like that grouchy guy in Montclair. Yeah, the Man. guy took the film. And was like, "Yeah, we could do this." Like just, but of course, they had no idea that they could not do it. it. Gave false hope false hope and it was very I mean the shots look really cool lightly. Hey, I'm, sounds great but this was uh, this gent went on vacation yeah.
6: uh, no no that's not
7: that's
0: and, not cool yeah, yeah didn't want that to happen no. so
6: so it's funny that you mentioned uh, Keith about folks just coming in and they they have like a you know like a bag of relatives film so uh, in the the wake of all of these different camera stores going out. Um, I work really closely with Midwest Photo in Columbus, Ohio, and there's no big lab in Columbus anymore, so I have a big stack of. I probably need another big stack of the darkroom cards because yeah. I, I send tons of people your way, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, those are <laughs>
2: fantastic. Tie <laughs> that well, Thanks, Matt. How are folks finding out about the darkroom? Uh, over the internet. Over uh, Google is our best friend. Okay, great. Uh huh. <laughs> The Google. That's uh, by far and away our, our largest source of customers, besides great folks like you. Uh, so whether it's Google organic searches or Google paid searches okay. that we, that we uh, also advertise on. After our show, What show?
0: Uh, you know, after our giveaway, I mean, Keith's going to be here. If you wanted to come up, he's going to chat very briefly now, but you can come up and sort of like look at it and, and ask him any questions about some of the items he has on the table. I would imagine these are very popular. Uh, printing on metal or printing on wood.
2: Right. We have some new products uh, that we introduced last year, one of them being our, our new metal prints. They're great. They're, uh, uh, they're durable. You can hang them on the wall. They come either with easels or with uh, cleats to hang. Okay. Mm-hmm. We have a new line coming out in the next month that we're going to be calling our new mini metals. Mini metals. And they're <laughs> anywhere from 2 by 2 inches to two by three to four by four and they're meant to uh, just adorn someone's desk. Oh, that's great. Uh, They'll all be, uh, have little easels or magnets
0: for the fridge. The metal is pretty cool for a desk. Yeah. 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 It's not this big bulky frame, you know?
2: And then we also have our uh, bamboo blocks. These Wood blocks, nice. very popular uh, over the holidays. They come in small sizes, which are meant to sit on a desk, or large sizes with uh, holes that you can hang on the wall. And we even have uh, a holiday uh, ornaments. Oh, look at that! A little yeah,
6: ornament. great. And for the folks at home that are listening, uh, you might have heard of different bamboo prints before, but I can tell you guys from looking at them right now, there's two types of bamboo prints. There's one where they print right on the bamboo, and like your highlights get this weird, like yellowy green color. Uh, they don't look the best, but the dark rooms are actual photo paper on top of the bamboo, so it's a nice, good density print on there, so... Is really canvas cool. still popular, or not as popular? Canvas
2: is doing well, although I believe we've seen a, a small decline in canvas orders. Right. It's canvas has become more of a commodity product. Okay, mm-hmm. metal prints are, are soon to surpass it's canvas. The wave of the future, right. <laughs> we think so. We hope so. Anything in development
0: of you guys are printing on? Or?
2: Uh, well, we are just starting to offer true black and white prints, silver gelatin prints from digital files. Whoa, look at that! It's been uh, a little over a year. and <laughs> Development. Um, I went to England to have Ilford help us developing some equipment. Uh, so it's been a combination of, of us, Ilford in the UK, and Fuji in Holland wow. to to be able to fool a conventional photographic printer to print on silver halide Trigate. paper. Wow.
4: Oh. I was I wondered if you were somehow creating a negative of the digital or you're, yeah. So I see you're going the other way.
2: We're going the <laughs> I was other trying way. To think. You're making some kind of digital projector that projects onto the enlarger and. Uh, That actually was tried in the beginning uh, with with limited success. Hmm. Uh, We're using lasers to expose Mm -hmm. the photographic paper and then uh, process them through
6: conventional photographic photographic, uh, chemistry.
1: Nice. That is insane.
6: So I have a techie question for Keith here. Lasers. Now, when you're using the the laser to print onto the the paper, I hear I hear some folks say it's actually sharper than going through in a larger because you're going through multiple <laughs> lenses. What's what's the truth on that? Uh, it is sharper, yes. Ooh, oh, there you go. Although you
2: go. It, it depends on the scan. You don't want to add too much uh, sharpening in your scan, yeah. otherwise it will appear an mm. uh, overly sharpened image. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hyper real. Painful it is. Yep. It is like hyper real. Clipping. And the
0: paper is going through a traditional
2: like uh, chemical pro- chemical processing unit. That's correct. Correct. Okay. It's a it's not a multi-grade paper as we're able to control contrast with the software. Right. So it's a single grade digital paper made by Ilford mm. that that's we're utilizing.
0: And do we have any questions awesome. for Keith? Robert. With your uh, E six processing. Ooh.
2: Can you, you need can for micro 4x5, 8 by 10 yes? We can, we can do up to 8x10. The question was oh. uh, E6
0: processing. What the sizes Uh 4x5
2: and 8x10 sheet film?
0: And the wow. answer is yeah. yes, sir.
2: On your scan, on
0: your scan, Can you,
1: if I put the 10 millimeter film, August. Pano Hogas. <laughs>
6: Can you scan from that?
1: Or would that be something so, I could probably do
2: we, myself? A we bed. can do that. Uh, we do have a surcharge for panel formats as we have to scan those on a flatbed also. Yes, sir. I don't have a question, but a testament. <laughs> over 100 cool. rolls
4: with you guys perfect every time. Yeah. Oh. Thank, thank yeah. you. Yeah.
0: That was a gentleman who just said over 100 rolls with the darkroom.com. And he's super, super thrilled. And well, I think we're on that bandwagon you.
1: too, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Amazing. Never
0: disappointed. Ever. Well, thank you. Not Robert. once.
2: Uh, for your uh, black and white printing using digital files, the paper you're using is that RC or fiber based? Uh, it is RC paper.
0: So the question what
6: was the question? Uh, the question was: Is the paper you're printing on RC or fiber based? And right now it's RC. They have glossy and pearl, right? That's correct.
2: Yes. So someone asked me. Actually, yesterday. But Someone else is, is there an archival life difference? Paper archival, paper archival RC life paper? difference. Um, the question is: Is there an archival life difference between the RC and and uh, fiber paper? It, it, it depends on the processing of the fiber paper, as fiber paper is much more uh, sensitive to proper proper washing. Mm. We don't do fiber paper. That's not that's not a market that we're in. That's more of a exhibition type market, mm. and and that's something that we stay a little bit away from. I would think that uh, fiber washed properly will be, have a better archival life. We
0: have been mulling around. For folks listening and folks here, we have been chit-chatting about having an FPP event on the West Coast mm-hmm. at thedarkroom.com. Yeah. We could uh, see the facility, hang out there. It's very picturesque because you have some of the oldest buildings in mm-hmm. California. In the area,
2: that's correct. Uh, which would be fairly new buildings here. They date uh, back right. to the 1970s. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all the way back to the 70s. <laughs> oh
0: Seriously, the missions, correct? You're
2: correct. Oh. We have the the California mission system that were built by the Spaniards uh, right. when they came uh, up from Mexico into California, right. and mm-hmm. they're they're probably the most historic buildings in California. Luckily, we're just a few miles from. Uh, what they call the gem of the missions, which is Mission San Juan Capistrano. Oh, yeah. Oh, great. Uh It's a beautiful facility. It's very photographic. Wow. Yeah. And uh, we'd, we'd like to put something together for you all. Yeah,
6: that would be great. be great. For our uh, list, go ahead, Matt. Oh, if you, if you want to see us out on the West Coast, <laughs> write us, podcast, podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We're going to take
0: a quick break, and then we'll come back and talk about some film, some Sfema film stocks. Then we're going to roll that into uh, some C41 home processing. That's great. Yeah. We'll be right back Do you love the film photography podcast? Show your support. Visit our online store at filmphotographyproject.com. That's right, your purchases at our store support this show. What show? You're not only supporting the podcast, but you're also supporting our ample giveaway programs and our workshops. Just go to filmphotographyproject.com and click the store button. Good golly, Miss Molly. We're an official reseller of Kodak Alaris Films. That's right. Impossible Project Instant Films. Super amazing. And our very own FPP hand rolled films your one stop shopping i have to tell you i spent all my waking hours no joke <laughs> seeking out awesome films for your 35mm and 120 cameras most notably is the addition of shmina films shmina from Eastern Europe. That's right, Shmina films. Right in our very FPP store, you'll see the famous Shmina FN64, Photo 100, Photo 200, Photo 400 and lots more. As well as Eastman Kodak black and white motion picture film. That's right. That's right for your 35mm still camera. Such stocks as Eastman Double X, Eastman High Contrast 5363 and the awesome Kodak Fine grain 2366. Check out all these unique film stocks right at filmphotographyproject.com. Hey, thanks. Let's get back to more show. Hey, we're back. Oh, hey. <laughs> Leslie, uh, please tell us about uh, her new love. Recently, uh, Shrima Films, Shmina, I should say, Shmina Films from uh, the old Soviet Union are currently available. They are. It is new film being made. Whether it's at old factory, I don't know. Shmina. From Eastern Europe, but uh, I do know it's being made, and I sent some samples to Leslie. Films available in the FPP store. It's black and white. We do have one color print film as well. It's so 125 ISO. Leslie has been smitten.
3: I have been smitten. Yeah.
0: Please Which tell it, tell us about the film. Another
3: smitten smena oh, word. It's so easy for you to say. I know, and these aren't my own teeth. Hey. <laughs> I had actually tried a very, very vintage roll, I think 1970s, of the 64. FN64. Yes. And it actually very much performed like 35 year old film, very grainy, you know, the whole thing, loss of speed. And so it was simply just another. Um, round in using expired film. So the first roll I think I got from you was the 200. Yes. There's also very few processing recipes for this. Online, no, you can't no, find any
0: information. Right,
3: on um, uh, the uh, massive development chart, didn't have a whole lot. And I'm, I really like using XTOL. I use that quite a bit. Nothing. So I had to kind of make mm. my own recipe to And it. I,
0: I should say, black and white, the, the speeds are mm-hmm. 64, 100, 200, and 400. And to bring in that much film stock, first of all, these these are film stocks that come in on large rolls. And because of uh, my experience in the home entertainment business of shooting movies, we have all the gear at our studio, all the rewinds and, and anything that can handle motion picture film. The split reels. So a large roll of film will come in about this big, and it goes on a pancake, what it's called. Slap it on a pancake on a core. And then you spin a cover on it, and then you have a big reel of film. It goes on a rewind. Then I insanely roll those. <laughs> sit there with a tub of canisters. Yeah, sit there with a tub of canisters and, <laughs> and watch Columbo episodes. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> what you are doing while you're watching. Yeah, that's why I'm so into Columbo. I like, <laughs> watch all eight seasons plus all the movies from the 90s yeah. and the 2000s.
6: Any further way that I can be of assistance to you? at on. No, no, you just
0: make out that list, that'll be fine, Doc. Thank you. Oh, oh, one more thing before I forget. (laughs) <laughs> wow! But the idea is like, well, why bring in all these ISOs? But then I realized, and Leslie realized, there are a lot of differences, let's say, between the 64 ISO and the 100. Even in looking at them, the mm-hmm. feel of them, the mm-hmm. thinness of them, the thickness of them. Mm-hmm. What is the, the uh, lowdown on the well, types the of films? the lowdown
3: is, um, I've tried them all, but the 64, modern 64, and I've got some today to try, and I expect... No difference in my rantings and ravings over love of this film. Like I said, the first one I tried was the 200. And this stuff is thin as a heron's leg. This is so thin. The uh, 100 and the 200 are a polyester base. Very thin, very tough. But um, I also expected quite a cuss fest, as I call it, getting this stuff loaded on a plastic reel. But it was not bad. Hmm. But if you do decide to purchase a bulk roll of this, 100 feet of it, and you want to shoot 36s, I might suggest a stainless steel reel rather than trying to get this on a plastic Patterson type reel. But regardless, I shot the 200. I was a little bit off on my X Tall Time. I'll add a little bit more on the next. And I pulled this stuff off the reel, and it was the excitement I had. And I can't believe this. I don't know where it came from. But <laughs> it was great. I thought this was like the first time I ever developed film. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. excitement of seeing this. Mm-hmm. This stuff shot like I want the world to look like. Mm-hmm. And I had I had no clue really about anything. There's not a lot of information. I didn't know number one, are people shooting this at box speed, quote unquote box speeds? Mm-hmm. It, was it panchromatic or orthochromatic? Because these films really are not meant initially to be shot in chopped up 35 millimeter lengths. These are motion picture
0: films, right?
3: A uh, motion picture, or maybe aerial. Okay. Surveillance type. Oh, yeah. Spy film. Spy film, you gotta, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you, go. yeah, you got to show, you know, you got to leave some blood and have an ID for this. That's right. Uh-huh. So I didn't know. Panchromatic, orthochromatic. I had, as I say, no developing times for XTOL. Um, no idea, once again, falling back to panchromatic, orthochromatic, will this stuff respond to black and white filters? And... Some films are easier to scan than others for various reasons, because of how they look or how they lay. So those kind of the things I conquered on this first 200 type speed. Pulled it out and thought, ah, oh, this is. Fantastic, and they were just a little thin, even. But I thought these are great, so I did almost all my experiments. I shot it at two hundred. It's a true two hundred. I found them all to be pretty much very true speeds. They are panchromatic. Everything I've tried. I'm going to assume the sixty-four is too. And panchromatic means it sees all colors. Orthochromatics very limited. If you have an orthochromatic film and you put a red filter on. You got get nothing. nothing. <laughs> it responded to the, few, uh, the filters beautifully. So it's being chromatic. Developing it. times with X-Tall. Got it. Nailed. Perfect. And here it is. This is it. Bow down, folks. Praise to the Shmina gods. This film came off of the reel flat Ooh. and nice. no cupping. Ooh, and when yeah. it dried... It was super flat Whoa. and wow. no cupping. I usually will dry them and I'll back oh, roll them before I stick them in and mm. fight with those idiotic... Uh, if I'm going to use my flatbed scanners, those little, this stuff is amazing Sweet. it is flat fantastic and i've also tried the 125 speed isn't it 125 speed color? 125
0: color yes no.
3: it's c41 mm. it has uh, a little bit less of an orange base to it than we're traditionally used to so if you do pharmacy <laughs> do type do. cvs walgreen processing to it they may not nail your color but when i hand scanned it i just found a neutral point hit it and everything fell in line beautifully sharp 125 should be fine grain it is fine grain so it's it's color palette is um little more subtle than you would see in an ektar uh, the it's and i don't want to say it's portrait but it's just a little more subtle a slight bit more pastel not as intense not as saturated as a fuji consumer but all the same, it has its own color palette, which I really very much like. And that's kind of the one that surprised me, too, because I wasn't so sure I was going to like that stuff. I mean, you mm. get it back. The negatives look a little Loma Chrome purplish in the base type of thing. And I, I have dubbed myself this. I am the queen of Shmina because <laughs> I love this stuff. That's so. Should there be a major upheaval, I'm going to arm myself with 16-millimeter film cans, and I'm going to go over there and dodge the bullets so I can have more (laughs) of this stuff, especially the 200. And there is a little difference between the 2, the 4, the 6, the 1, because they were designed for different things. So you do get a little different response out of them. Like the difference
0: between the 64 and the 100, different. One is a polyester-based. Yeah, the the
3: 100 and the 200 are the very thin polyesters.
0: (laughs) Now, have you shot the Eastman... Uh, double x yes that's very thick yes very thick that's cardboard but not too thick to roll for a camera no 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 yeah. huh any questions about our black and white films the shimina films what uh oh, com- i have a
1: question I, 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 yep. contrast wise what would you what would you equate the uh, like the slower speeds just to? like i
3: want it to be really perfect <laughs> <laughs> no i mean it's just like i want the world to be if i want to kick it up with a filter I know the filter will kick it up. If it's a Mm -hmm. flat day, it's going to be flat. They seem very, very accurate to me. Of course, if you hand process, a little bit more agitation, Mm -hmm. kick your contrast up. Smooth it out. So it just seems to be so very controllable to you. Either hand processing, the darkroom has done some for Michael. Yes. And I thought the results were excellent on that when I saw them. It seems to just be very controllable, but also very Mm. consumerable. You can shoot this and not have to think, oh, I'm going to have to hand process this to get what I want out of this. Mm. It's not the case.
1: It's got a wide latitude as well?
3: Very much so. Those 200s that I could have used an extra minute on scanned like a dream.
1: Like butter. I've never seen you like this. I know.
2: (laughs) It's (laughs) amazing. Say, Leslie, um just just let your your listeners know there are some labs that won't accept polyester based films
7: oh, so that right is that just, right just
2: be on the lookout how about you guys uh, we'll take them. Polyester-based films can be much more difficult for a lab to handle. I know that. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, uh, on large equipment, it can even be damaging. No. Uh, no because, kidding. as you know, a polyester will not break. No. You can oh. tug and tug and tug. So if there are any problems, any tears in that film, mm-hmm. it can damage the equipment. Wow. And is
4: that something that when you take the roll out, you can just immediately feel it's polyester? You can feel You know? You, yeah. you know right away that it's polyester. It's yep. Oh, that's the thin stuff. It's all it, thin. it's, it's
2: thin. It, <laughs> thin, and it yeah. has a uh, generally will have a curl built into it. As it comes out of the dryer, it will sometimes look like a pig's tail. Right. So it can
3: That's that's because it's heat dried instead of air, isn't it? Correct. Yeah.
2: Well,
0: you, you, sure. you you the film that you shot uh, and processed yourself had no curl, correct? None. That's because you did not heat dry. it.
3: I didn't heat dry it. Just air dried Don't it. Don't do it. But I heat do it. drying it'll, it'll come out after heat drying. Right
0: i got a hair dryer in the trunk. I, I, this I guy,
5: wait.
7: <laughs> this guy's like, it's like it's soaking wet. He's squeegeeing and hair drying as he's going This the same <laughs> time. Because i got to be well, out of here. at four film,
4: 20 minutes later, it's scanned. <laughs> and, <laughs> and even
3: though that polyester base is thin and tough, because it's thin, it is easy to crimp. Because you're, it's not a film that I would want to learn how to load a plastic reel on. Mm.
0: I've had no problems getting it on a plastic reel. But wheel. you processed film fast. before. You we have, have mixers. Yes, so. yes. You said you had this stuff for
5: sale.
3: Yes, FPP Film Photography Project, my satellite store. <laughs> 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 no, you can get it all. Um, yes. What I've had is just test stuff sent to me, so I don't have any of it spooled.
0: For folks listening, but the the Shmina, Nice uh, throw, by the way. The Shemina two, the Shemina black and white films, the Shemina color films. These are you know, FPP offers them in their store. By supporting the FPP and buying from the store, you are supporting this show. What show? And helps keep us on the air, so to speak. Keep us in brownies. And- yes. <laughs>
3: Probably the only place <laughs> in the U.S. that you're going to get this fresh film. Got
0: a question? There's a question. Yes. Oh.
2: Quick question. 35 millimeter only or
3: 120?
0: Well, now. Oh, that's a great question. Get to okay, work, so Mike. I told
3: Mike, he called me one day, and I said, I love this stuff so much. Mm. I'm going to cut the sprocket holes off of it, tape it together so I can have 120. Yeah. <laughs> and then Michael goes, I don't think you need to do that.
0: I will say that you know, but you folks and folks listen, you are an ambitious bunch. So whenever we get a new film... Everyone wants to really just get to the root of it. Like yeah. I get letters like Where did you get this film? Oh. And how much of it do you have? Very serious. <laughs> and I'm just like, first of all And all the conspiracy theories. The yeah. language
4: so many I must have come out from the bombed out factory in Dresden in a bit. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, the language barrier ideas. is intense.
0: <laughs> and I ha- and, and a a person that works at FEP is Ukrainian and speaks Russian and Ukrainian, and there's still a language barrier. No matter what question I ask these folks that's other than can I order this stuff, is the answer is just yes. Yes. Can I do this? Yes. Do you have this? Yes. It's like that's it. There's no, there's no real dialogue so between myself. Yes. And you I don't question it. It's like yes. I know I can get it, and I order it, and I bring it in, and I make it available to everybody. Leslie had asked me, well, what about 120? This is a bit of a, a project. We're gonna do it in batches. It's a task because we do everything, you know, homemade, like these brownies. There mm. you go. Uh, we're gonna be getting in 120-sized uh, shmina black and white films. Uh, however, we're gonna start very slow because the film comes in on a roll, just like the, the 35 films. So that means I will need to hand roll the 120 to backing Bates paper. Wow. You can't yeah. watch Columbo
4: while you're doing that.
0: But the thing is about working <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> One other thing, uh, the angle of the bullet. Once once you get the, the, the hang of it. You know, and it seemed like a nutty idea to everybody. I know it did to my wife. But I believed in it. Because it seems like a real task. Like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? And mm. I think, you're right, I can't watch Columbo. Oh, <laughs> Google Glass. Yeah. yeah. But yeah once you can it, listen to it. <laughs> once a you have a, audio book. a long <laughs> enough table and you have the backing papers and you have it all lined up and you have sort of the process in your head I'm like, okay, this, that and you have like a heavy scissor holding down this end of this <laughs> oh this, this and another scissor holding down that no. end. Yeah, it, uh, oh. it, it's it's sort of, juicy. you know, it, you start getting a flow. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to have hundreds of rolls of this available, mm-hmm. but I think I'll have enough for the folks the FPP listeners who yeah. will want to try maybe. it.
4: How <clears throat> how do they do it? Could you could could you like take a field trip to Ko- Kodak or Fuji and and see how they do it in the factory like oh. I don't like, know. Maybe maybe Keith Swan knows. How would he make film? The Is there a guy in the dark with Columbo and his headphones? Rolling Stone.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've been at the Elford facility, yeah. but I've only seen the thirty-five millimeter line. I I do. Do not know how they make
0: 120 film. Right. Ooh, wow. The uh, numbers you see on your film, the 35 millimeter film, is that in a machine flashed on it? It is. It is. It's
2: exposed uh, after the master rolls are, are cut down. Right.
0: And it is actually an assembly line machine where the film, 36 exposure, put in a cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It was dark.
4: I've seen I've seen yeah. those numbers on some of my roles. Usually, it's on I can't think offhand what it is, but boutique stuff. Yeah, that uh, like the numbers will be in the 70s or
0: 80s.
2: Like yeah. I think sometimes um, they're right.
0: they're they're flashing yeah. a big
4: badge.
2: It's long. Mm. That would be a long role. Film. Yeah,
0: yeah. But but for now, really, it's about sort of just having fun and call in. We're not thinking industry. Mm. You know, we're really thinking, because we're shooting it ourselves. Mom and Pop. Yeah, Mom and Pop. So mm-hmm. we get the film, and I'm like, oh, my God, because the, the, the polyester-based films, I was amazed myself. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so thin. It's so thin. And really, it was just so much fun shooting, and then to roll it and make it available to you folks is, is you know, a thrill. And if the monies that come in from that can help keep us going, then that's just the icing on the cake, so to speak. I'm getting teary-eyed.
4: You so are? You're so, the ah! best, Mike. Oh, so next you. question. One ten. When's the one ten? Oh. Well, thankfully,
0: the folks at Lomography headed that yeah. up. Yeah. they've got that covered. Same yeah. thing with. I'm hoping that you know uh, a small company out there will do to one twenty six. I'm a big fan of one twenty six. I would love to see that happen. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah, on the
2: polyester based film, uh, the Kodak, if it has a two in it, so I have the twenty two thirty eight copy film if it's a five it's acetate if that's a two it's a two series um same stuff it has a really if you when you do the pre-wash it turns everything purple kool-aid color what is that it's a
6: dye what's the and, what's and, the the, and the the um antihalation isn't
3: it shemina does too yeah it, it has a beautiful color when it comes out
6: yeah it is you want to drink it
3: because i <laughs> pre-wash no, pre- drink pre- but don't drink it don't drink this don't drink this
4: <laughs> right. yeah. One of them is a comes out green. Oh yeah, a it's, beautiful it has a emerald pretty color. Pretty green, yeah. So, yeah. What,
2: what, what is that? Because the film is not purple. Yeah, it's the anti antihalation, it's the
4: anti-halation,
5: anti-halation,
3: anti-halation dye. dye. Yeah.
6: Then the that's on the, the very back
3: of the film that keeps your image from bouncing off your pressure plate and exposing right from the back. It's on the non side. It's on yeah. The, yeah.
6: It's on the yeah.
0: shiny side. Yeah.
5: Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Keith at the lab, is there a pre-wash cycle on the black and white film? Uh, no, right, right
2: right into right? the developer. Is that right? Yep. What happens to those colors? I don't know where the colors go. <laughs> we run a Refrima dip and dunk machine. Uh, it's a machine that was made in Denmark. This particular machine we have was was developed by Kodak right when uh, T-Max was introduced. Right. And Refrema helped Kodak develop this machine. And I believe they built eight of them. And we actually have one of them. And it's painted Kodak yellow. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I'm not going to say how we got it. Right. But Fell off the back of a large, large
4: truck. Yes. Yeah, so it, yeah. In the middle of the night. You yes. Dip and done. <laughs> yeah, under a jacket.
2: Uh, it's, yeah. it's a beautiful machine. It's it's uh, the best in the industry. For black and white, it goes developer, quick wash, fixer, uh, another wash, hypo clear, photo flow, drip, and then into the dry. Yes. Oh, uh, All in all, right. all in one. That's awesome. Uh, process, all in one machine? All in one machine. Wow. It, it can, uh, Is it coin operated? Yeah, <laughs> I wish. That awesome. <laughs> Anybody got any quarters? <laughs> well, that's what a
4: photo booth is. It's amazing. There's a there's a YouTube video I just yep. saw recently. That's cool. That shows you how, the inside of how a photo works, and it takes the picture and it dunks it in the tank and swishes it, and really? then goes to the next one and swishes yeah. it, and that's in real time you get to s- see how they did it. It's amazing.
2: Wow. Yeah, it's our goal to eventually we'll shoot some video of it. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, one. great. 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 If y'all come yeah. visit? We'll show you in real life Sweet. how the thing works. Yeah. yeah. You can process cool. several yeah. hundred yeah. rolls We're per hour. Wow, per hour with, with one awesome. operator.
6: That's great. Sweet. We've been have, we have had this talk before, but I think this would be a time, now that I'm putting everybody on the spot. Yes. What if FPP, just because we have so many boutique films, oh, and we, we love having Mike just sitting around in the dark watching Columbo. Oh, oh one more thing before I forget. Uh, what about what about an FPP Film of the Month Club? Super amazing! Oh, oh that's a great idea. Oh, that would be great. Oh, uh, mm. by the way, mm. season two, Colombo. Colombo goes to England. Yeah, he's got an
0: Argus C three. Like, got close ups of him shooting at everything. It's awesome. So, a film of the month, like a flavor of the month. That'd be great. Yeah. Well,
3: Dane mentioned something too. I love this. The FPP Cookbook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got a special recipe that goes with a special film. Mm. We could do the FPP Cookbook. Oh, that'd be wow. awesome. That'd that's
4: right. Be cool. All of Mike's will, ninety degree recipes. Mine will involve. <laughs> Michael
3: only gets one page yeah. because yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right.
4: It's, it's just, the same it's just like two the same. lines. If you, need to, if you need a piece of clear polyester, turn the page. Like <laughs> Mike's nine, recipe. Yeah. It's Mike sitting in the bath. <laughs> you know,
6: <laughs> 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 bath water temperature. I
3: developed one tin black and white though in a teacup because I didn't have a real. All the Dane
6: pages are going to be like stained in coffee. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's So just get some emu
5: urine. Half yeah
0: but I, I advise folks listening and people who are shooting our films, uh, I always say if you're not doing it yourself, please send it to thedarkroom.com. We some mm-hmm. stuff literature in when we uh, uh, mail out our, our film stocks. And I, I will say, you know, if you look at FPP, FPP Store started in 2011, and there has been a complete shift. It started out very strong with instant pack films, Mm. Mm. uh, pack cameras. Probably because I was just (laughs) polaroid insane. You were. Oh yeah, listen
1: to the shows.
0: And it's kind of interesting how the vibe of the show really like turns into moves and it's awesome Mm -hmm. right now the most popular films are 35 millimeter and 120 films Mm -hmm. we sell an amazing amount of kodak films we're an official kodak reseller and uh, we we match prices or beat prices of the big box stores Mm -hmm. so we sell Mm -hmm. an incredible amount of kodak film especially to uh folks in australia norway and i think these are places where uh film is just really expensive yeah they get killed on the price and shipping is Yeah.
4: yeah there's constantly threads on Flickr about oh my god I can't believe you shipped me that for five dollars sadly the US
0: US Postal Service shipping keeps increasing and increasing it's tough for a mail order business but if you're in the US and you order a bunch of film your your shipping costs like two dollars and sixty two cents so it's really really inexpensive and now that we've started the hand rolling films there's been an uptick in that not everyone's thrilled about shooting you know like ISO six films I love that (laughs) stuff but the unique thing about FVP, if I could just pat our back, you know, for a quick well, second, is you know, if you go to a film page on any website that sells films, it's like there's the box and there's a the film and some data. Yeah. With our pages, you go, you see the film and you see all the examples of stuff yeah. that you shot or that you That's shot. Right. Mm-hmm. That you know, I've, I've emailed some of you folks saying, "Hey, man, can I use your image because you know you shot this film and you processed it yourself?" So uh, Mark O'Brien, I always I always send you a, "Hey, Mark, can I bum that blog off of you?" <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. I, I
3: didn't want to forget, Keith has a special contest coming up. Oh, really? we do.
0: We yeah, do. so segue. the
3: paperwork's up there, so I wanted to make sure that we squeeze that in.
0: Uh, I almost forgot about it. Keith, please yeah. tell us about the contest. All
2: right, so uh, for today's photo walk, uh, I, have, I brought some flyers. Uh, after you do your photo walk, process your film, if you could upload your favorites to uh, to our Facebook page with, with the proper tagging, uh, we'll run a photo contest and give away a camera. Oh, wow. wow. There's uh, a stack great. of
3: papers up here on the counter. Pick one up. Yeah, it has the information on it. Sweet. Yep.
2: Yeah. We currently run a monthly photo contest for all of our customers. We have great response. We have a lot of fun with it. I've Joe, entered a couple times on that. Have you? Yeah, it's fun yeah. Shot yeah. you? Shut it down, didn't they? I? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I came in second. All right. I came in second.
4: Uh, so let's go see oh. other pictures. Yeah, yeah that's oh. right. <laughs>
7: pictures of Joseph.
0: pictures of Dane's beard. <laughs> <laughs> macro baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. talk about bugs. What is no. uh What is the camera yeah. giveaway, Keith? Uh,
2: it's a Minolta XGM. Oh. I need one of those. My favorite. My favorite.
0: Yeah, XG all right. Mark. Now, this of course isn't just open is it open to just people in this room? Just people on today's photo walk. Oh, so, okay. Amazing. So, we're
2: running a uh, photo contest Inside of our monthly, other monthly photo okay. contests. So folks listening
0: wow. uh, listening to the show in their car or
2: at home, if <laughs> they, can, they want to
0: go to a darkroom, where can they go to do the, your monthly, your general? Uh,
2: Thedarkroom.com, and I believe it's in the upper right, photo contest. Oh, awesome. Okay, like, great. Uh, That's great. prizes every month? Prizes every month. It's generally a camera. Oh, that's nice. Of, of some sweet. form. Some, uh, some really good ones and some not really good ones. Some <laughs> yeah. really good, ones. Yeah. good camera, crappy camera. That'll some
0: be... of the not good ones that we've given away, people love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. The right. plastic camera: It's all the way you yeah. love it. Yeah. Yes. One more thing. No.
3: On the back of your uh, little name tag gives the proper tagging oh. for the FPP, Film Photography Project, oh. Flickr site. Oh, How sweet. to tag it. And then also how to contact Michael if you need to send him pictures shot from today or yeah. shot any pictures today. Please
0: do email you know email them to me. We'll use them on the site. We'll put them in our Flickr pool. We'll talk mm-hmm. about them on future shows. Yeah, because you know we don't get to shoot. You know we don't get to see at what you guys see. You know in the course of the day. So yes, sir. Is there a, I didn't
1: see any. Is there a, a hashtag for various social media? A shortened version of that. get
4: there of one? Mm.
0: Mike still has a flip phone.
4: Yeah.
6: <laughs>
0: FPP Walking Workshop Twenty Fourteen. Yeah, Okay. So that's one hundred and forty characters right there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we don't. So to, to not answer your question, we don't currently have a hashtag. We probably should have thought about that.
3: Probably should. We have
0: We do. Yes. Yeah, we do. At Film
6: Podcast, is it? Or yeah, I don't on know.
0: <laughs> Everyone, uh, that's uh, Lance King. Your image is the main image for yes. our for the Walking Workshop. The walking workshop yeah. this year. Mm
3: featuring our
0: own Cheyenne. That's right. She's the back talking somewhere. uh, Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Good golly, Miss Molly. We're an official reseller of Kodak Alaris Films. That's right. Impossible Project Instant Films. Super amazing. And our very own FPP hand-rolled films. Your one-stop shopping. I have to tell you, I spent all my waking hours, no joke, <laughs> seeking out awesome films for your 35mm and 120 cameras. Most notably is the addition of Shmina Films. Shmina from Eastern Europe. That's right, Shmina films. Right in our very FPP store, you'll see the famous Shmina FN64, Photo 100, Photo 200, Photo 400 and lots more. As well as Eastman Kodak black and white motion picture film. That's right. That's right for your 35mm still camera. Such stocks as Eastman Double X, Eastman High Contrast 5363 and the awesome Kodak Fine grain 2366. Check out all these unique film stocks right at filmphotographyproject.com. Hey! Hey. Thanks. Let's get back to more show. Hey, we're back. <laughs> you know, speaking of uh, processing, as I mentioned, uh, we have gotten really into, I think, Matt, you will attest to this, I mean, from the beginning, we, I mean, we're, we weren't even processing our own film. Not even close. Yeah. Didn't,
6: had no interest whatsoever. Just like, ah. I'm never scared.
0: I did my time. Yeah. I'm
3: never doing it again. We're, we're, no. That's what I, yeah, that was my attitude. Oh, that was your right <laughs> attitude. Yeah.
0: Missed the yeah. first part. Yeah. So I always say, if I'm doing it, anyone can do it. And that really is true. Because once you get past the mystery of it, Mm-hmm. It's really a lot of fun.
6: Yeah, I mean, heck, last time I was at Smooth with you guys, everybody was doing it. We were just all okay. in the back room, yeah. Soup right. and film.
0: super film. Yep. Yeah. And now, of course, what I thought, I, I thought never
6: ever in a million years
0: would we we'll be able to do color processing. Because it's going to be like, oh my god, this is too complicated. Yeah. That's that's, but, the, that's, that's right. the myth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Mark's the guy who kind of speared, you know, like, oh, this is Unicolor kits you could buy, which now we sell in the FPP, the Unicolor oh, Color really? C41 kits. Yes, we do. Oh, nice. Uh, We have a topic here. It's called C forty one home processing. What's too hot? What's too cold? And what's the results? (laughs) Mm, Yeah. So yeah,
4: I I mean, I basically did the same thing a a couple years ago. I wanted to get into doing some developing myself. When I was doing really weird stuff, so uh, you know, some one sixteen films, some one eighteen, like weird stuff. So I thought, I'll just do it myself. You know, I'll start with black and white because color is so complicated, and I, I got into HC-110 and getting the temperatures just right and this and that and getting the massive dev charts out. I have stacks of paper in the studio with all my instructions. And then same thing. I thought, oh, uh, I saw this Unicolor kit online, and I thought, oh, let me let me try that. And uh, I read the instructions, and I read them again, and I, I'm like, that, that's it? Like, it's so easy to do. And so now, I mean, like I said earlier, I mean, seriously, I'll, I'll come into the studio. You know, before I take my jacket off, I'll start warming up my chemicals. Get my jacket off, load up the film. 15 minutes later, I've got developed prints. Use a microwave? Yeah, throw them in the microwave. No, I usually have my lunch in the microwave still. Shake it, it <laughs> up?
0: But yeah, it's, it's incredibly easy to use. Um, I mean, the process is no, really no different than black and white, other than it's different chemistry and you have to warm up your chemicals? Basically, yeah. So with
4: black and white, typically um, you would have your pre-wash or whatever develop, stop, fix, Rinse, right, and then you're done. Lab process C41, you would have uh, your develop, bleach, fix, and then the wash. Right. With the home kit, they they combine the bleach and the fix together, and you've got blicks So bull x bleach fix. blicks So you just have a uh, with the Unicolor kit. There, there are many kits out like this, but the they're all essentially the same idea. But with the Unicolor kit, it's um, you have a, a minute or so of pre-wash to get that antihalation layer off. Three and a half minute develop, right into a six and a half minute blix, and then a three minute rinse. And you're done. So it's a, you know 12 right. or 13 minutes, and
0: you've and, got pictures and, hanging on the wall. And brilliantly, Mark filled up the sink with hot water and just took the canisters of of chemicals. Just put them in the water with it. Double thermometer. I have
4: I have it. Yeah, I have a, a five gallon Poland Spring water jug that I cut the end off. Yep. And my tanks fit right in. And it, yeah, I, I brought it with me, so people in the workshop will be able to see it. But and there's pictures on my Flickr stream of it. But yeah. It, takes about ten minutes to heat it up with hot water, hot tap water.
0: And strangely, but, because I've gotten emails saying, "Well, once it's heated up, how quickly do you have to work?" It stays that temperature pre- for a pretty long time. It's first of all, it stays that temperature
4: because what I'll do is, if I have multiple rolls to develop, I only generally have a liter of it mixed at a time. Mm-hmm. Like I did a thing a couple weeks ago where I had four tanks lined up, and I would do my developer, and while it's developing, I'm rinsing, and then, you know, I'm pre-washing. <laughs> pour the developer into the second tank, pour the blicks into the first tank, and I just keep chasing them along on the counter. Mm-hmm. So by the time I get to the fourth tank, the developer is cooled down, but it really doesn't make any difference. And that's that was the other point. Oh, sorry. I also wanted to mention the nice thing about C41 developing is if you have a roll of Ilford, Kodak, Fuji, and some old thing from the 70s, you can just basically put them all in the same tank, as long as you don't want to push or pull Yeah, any of them. And
6: your major difference with your C41 films is there is one standard time for all of those those films. Right, it's that three and a half minutes. So you can't really go wrong with that. There's no massive dev chart kind of thing you have to work with. Mm -hmm. The temperature is the most important part, just keeping those temps. So. And yeah, and, and you can push and pull 30 seconds per stop,
4: basically. You can push and pull a couple stops. But then what happened was, I uh, this kit is rated for, it says 12 to 15 rolls. And I'm a cheapskate, so <laughs> I had a, a, a batch of chemicals that the developer looked like coffee. And I had put probably 25 rolls through and it, and was, it was still working. <laughs> so I thought, well, what exactly is the difference? I had my, my black batch. I mixed up a perfectly fresh batch. The, the rated temperature is uh, 102 to 105 degrees, I think it says. In the directions, and what I did was I took four identical Minolta SLR cameras with the same, with the identical 1.4 50 millimeter lens on it, same Fuji film, and I went out and I would just shoot the exact same picture four times, and then I developed one in the old chemicals at 105, one in the new chemicals at 105, one in the new chemicals at 85 degrees, so 20 degrees cold, and one at 125 degrees, so 20 degrees hot, and all four of them were perfectly acceptable. I mean, yes, yeah, so the color shifts. Mm-hmm. There's color shifts. This is, here's my here's Whoa, look at that. Look at that. Visual aids. Look at that, people at home. <laughs> uh, but uh, so there are color shifts. But as you can see, I don't know if you how far uh, this. I'll have these out in the shop. But so the top left is the ancient chemicals on all four of them. Top left is ancient. Top right is the fresh. Proper stuff. Bottom left is cold, and bottom right is hot. And Keith is cringing over yeah, there. Yeah, this like, is the ah. stuff of his nightmares, yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> but there are, there are pros and cons to all of them. the quality of the printing on, on a piece of paper. You're going to have nightmares about this, But just, you know, you can compare wow. them side by side. The actual images I have on my stream and the negatives are beautiful. So all four of them are beautiful images. But, there, you know, there are sort of pros and cons to each. So of course. The, the hot, I actually really like. It, it's kind of overexposed. So so then the next, the next experiment was, like, the cold came in underexposed. But what if you push it two stops? Cold, right? So the developing sweats. You don't, you know, you don't necessarily have to have the developing sweats. I have. There are like two philosophies when you're when I'm shooting or when I'm developing, and it's. I feel like there's the art photography, mat art photography, and art developing where if you're precision by a degree, And this and that and stuff. And then there's the snapshot photography and snapshot developing, which is kind of what I do, where generally if I get an image, I'm pretty happy with it. If it's sharp and, and I can if I get and I recognize image. what's in the picture. Look, I see something. You know, <laughs> success. <laughs> the, the lomography approach to photography. where So I'm generally pretty happy with it. So I used to be really, really anal about, huh, is it 105? Okay, when I'm done with it, okay, put it back in the hot to get it back up to uh-huh. 105. But now it's like I, I develop a 105. If I have a second tank and it's dropped down to 101, right. it's fine. Don't worry about it. You know. So uh, it, it basically just... These Guys are, these
6: guys can't sit still over here. They're, it's you, you, awesome. It's it, only like, took, it, it only took me one F sheet of 8x10 color before I said, nope, it's going to the dark room. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, if it's something like that. And also, just you can, Keith will start crying.
4: You can throw a roll of slide film in the tank and cross-process it at the same time. Just... Go crazy it comes out no, great.
2: No, no, that's fine. But but what what I cringed at was 125 degrees. I, oh, I, that's right. I could just yeah. picture the the reticulation on that. I, I yeah,
4: I, I expected it'd be stripped blank. You know, I expected it to be, you know be wild extremes. But the fact that you know you get a, a pretty clear usable image. I, I, I was just sort of trying to prove a point to see what would happen if you go well, crazy. With
7: I think a lot of times people forget, was especially people like that are scanning in to post on Flickr or whatever. Some of the more even more damaging than 125. Five degrees is when people put it in Photoshop or Lightroom or whatever, and they hit the auto button, and it just blows oh, everything out. And they're just like, "Yeah, it's done," you know. And so that does more damage than this stuff does. And so many times, even the scanner, they'll have their scanners set on auto, and it does all this. And you're just like,
4: "It was tricky to turn off all of the yeah. automation to yeah, make these." That's tough. Cause, mm. Because, yeah, Epson, you know, I use a, what's it called? Uh, d- d- scan, S-
7: yeah, Silver Scan, Silver Fast. Silver? Oh, Silver, oh, Sh- oh, yeah. Silver Fast. The one with the nice music when you boot it up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Silverfish. Yeah.
4: yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> between SilverFast and Photoshop to not, you know, mess up my results was tricky. But, uh, but yeah. All right, let me, let me
6: dial you back a sec, Mark. All right, so the unicolor kits that the FPP sells, there's two kinds of kits. What kind of kit is the unicolor kit? Is it a powder or is it a liquid kit? Powder. it is powder Okay. so you
4: get um, a, a, a little pouch of developer the blix comes in two separate pouches and then there's a little white powdered baggie of stabilizer I'm doing the, the cocaine <laughs> yeah thing. nice no, you're grow, you <laughs> oh, grow a fingernail powder. out to use that <laughs> yeah um. So what you do is essentially you get not airtight, I don't even know what kind of plastic they're made out of. Dollar store. You know, dollar store. store jugs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dollar store jug. And what you basically do is fill it up to 800 milliliters, you dump your powder in, you dissolve it, and then you top it up to one liter. And you're good to go. So this is, um, here's the, the Blix A and B. So these two go in one. There's your stabilizer. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was going to say, if you want to get right to it, you can mix it warm, but... Um, it takes a while for the, everything to dissolve, so it's. I, I usually like to mix it at least a week or so before I, I use it. Week? Yeah, just to make sure everything's dissolved really nicely. And also, the Blicks develop with a sealed tank, which I do. Um, the Blicks actually like it gasses off-gas. off. Oh, yeah. yeah, man, it, it does? I've been watching the levels all week because I mixed some chemistry yeah, like, last week. I'll, I'll agitate my Blicks and put it down, and as I'm watching, the top starts to pop off, and yeah. I have to like, hold it on. So after it sits for a week or so, most of the gases mm-hmm. have, have gone up. And, and you'll see when you mix the blitz A and B in the tank, it'll it'll fizz up. It's um it's a endothermic reaction, so it'll actually get a little warm and there's some nasty stuff going on. Yeah, and the direction we have this now. Yeah. <laughs> this is just pinned to the wall of the studio. Yep. You know, and it tells you if you're using an edge, you know, a flip tank or tube tank. Drumming you know. and rolling. And obviously, rolling
6: you tank. treat those like a mild suggestion at this point. <laughs> yeah, right.
4: I'm, I'm, I'm still pretty precise um, on... You should see his Ikea furniture.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
4: very
7: abstract. Wait a second.
0: I'm pretty precise on the times. That's good. Like that, I definitely see. Well, it's on. good, Mark. Your expectations are is isn't an image and it isn't sharp. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. It's <laughs> not real precision. I mean, you don't... It's like, it's like just the fun of it. It's not... It's fun.
4: Yeah. But, but everything comes out great. I mean, if, if I developed it at... 107 degrees, and it looked like crap. I'd be like, okay, never again. 105. But the fact is, if it you know get on a phone call and it actually gets up to 110, it's gonna be it's gonna be completely fine in my. You know, what do you have my the
0: buns? You have the burner on. You get on the phone. <laughs> the burner on? No, half the time it's like well, here's it sitting it's in like 150. Like degrees. Uh, so here's how it
4: goes.
7: It, where our studio is at the you know the smooth joint. That's where my office is. So I'm at the office. I'm he comes in around 130, So I'm like I just heated up my lunch and, and everything's in the kitchen. So <laughs> I, oh, fish. oh yeah, he loves. Them. I bring my fish leftovers oh Uh. he's like i gotta be in here for 15 no the uh so he he comes storming in i've just i'm eating lunch and i'm like hey what's up you know and then he's he's already then he comes in 15 minutes later or no he'll say hey i'm gonna pack up some uh film don't come in you need anything no no next thing you know i'm finishing my lunch and he's and he's and i hear the hairdryer running in the uh kitchen and then don't do the hair and then i'm like going to wash my plate and there's chemicals everywhere he's scanning film and it I'm really, and I'm coming back and I'm like, "Geez, the right. time it mm-hmm. took
1: you to eat." Lunch. Time
7: it took me to eat lunch and read the news. He's right. already got I like another. I'd also role. warn
3: you though too, if you've never viewed a color negative wet, don't panic. They change oh. a lot by the uh, time they you your thing. Oh, yeah. It's something. No! Wrong. no, they they changed It's change all purple. Kind of cloudy, you know, and it yeah. all clears up. Yeah, right, right, oh, yeah. I know that you know first time I was at the um, FPP official darkroom, I think Matt said, or Mike, aren't you going to develop a roll of film? And I said, you're all gypsies in here.
4: <laughs> this is like too much. Yeah. It's great. Little... That's great. Yeah. That's right. That's These right. you are all gypsies. Yeah, Can you talk more about cross-processing? Um, I, I'm not an expert on chemistry or any of that sort of thing, but basically, I mean, the gist of it is cross-processing is putting your E6 slide film through C41 chemicals. Uh, and what it does is takes the exact same image, and rather than dissolving all the parts that weren't there, it dissolves all the parts that were there, so you end up with a negative image. Um, you haven't done cross processing yet?
2: I have E6 is like my nemesis. Hmm. Really? I've turned two perfectly good rolls of film <coughs> into clear plastic.
0: Wow. Oh. At home. Whoa! Yeah, luckily, the kits are really expensive. The E6 of kits. Yeah. they are. Oh. Unfortunately,
4: yeah. I, there's a couple on the table back there that I wish I could have. But uh, yeah, um, I've I've read online. I, I wish you... there was somebody here that we could ask. <laughs> yeah. But the uh, the rumor is the, we only had an expert. In the the room. myth is. Running E6 film through c 14 processing is really hard on the chemicals. That's what I've heard. But it,
2: can, it can be. In large volumes, yes. Okay. Because we don't really know what is sloughed off the film. Uh, that's, that's some of the reasons word. why we won't run mm. uh, uh, urine, urine-soaked urine film <laughs> uh, or, uh, or film yeah. that's been in coffee or, or yeah. anything Ooh, like coffee. that. We have Margarita's. such big tanks that uh, the volumes would have to be huge to, to make any difference. And not only that, before we run uh, any customer film, we run Control strips, anyway. Mm. Okay. So you run control strips, Mark? Mm. No. run <laughs> like some Shirley's through? <laughs> the film is the control strip. <laughs> question <laughs>
0: in the back. The kits that can be bought on your the- FPP, so, yes, can it be shipped outside of the U.S.? That's a great question. The question is: Can kits sold on the FPP, the process of kits, be pro- uh, shipped outside the USA? Darn you, ORMD shipping. No. 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 Can't. We'll get arrested.
4: They don't like little baggies (laughs) of white powder being shipped. No. It doesn't matter what the sticker says. It says (laughs) C41. We may need to do a drop with
3: Alex when he comes down, and Alex could take a shipment back to Toronto. It's conceivable
0: that we could do a special announcement if someone from FPP is traveling. Now, I
6: guess Smuggle. If you, you would like to be an FPP mule, yes. email us. Yes. <laughs> Podcast photographyproject.com Start practicing swallowing those globes. But I'm
0: looking into alternate uh, shipping like DHL we haven't looked into. Mark Dane's like, oh, they'll ship anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but so, so to go back to e So
4: the, the, the major difference, once you develop it, it'll, it'll generally develop fine. But the uh, slide films are printed on or uh, on a clear base as opposed to the orange base so when you reverse that um, it gives you a, a lot of really crazy color shifts and it makes really everything tend to
6: be really kind of greenish and it's a cool effect because most of your scanning software accounts for the mask so yes. to do that you just do a straight reversal in uh, Photoshop is easy, is the easiest way mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean
4: it, it generally it's either you're either developing the slide film in C41 because you're lazy or because you want that cross process <laughs> look so, mm-hmm. or you need um, screw that? up or, or oops yeah. Yeah. I mean the cross really process like, look is very cool and unique. Momo, Instagram sort of, you know, grainy vignette. Like it really does change the film and it has a nice sort of vintage look to it. Here's a quick question, Matt.
7: You just mentioned reversing in Photoshop. So is the scanner actually treat the film differently if you set it to positive and scan it as a positive and reverse it in uh, Photoshop versus actually scanning it as a negative, and then
6: yes, because awesome. uh, the scanner will Good have trick. profiles built in for different color films, and that 's mm. why a lot of people prefer you know just the straight software versus silver yeah, right. there 's different profiles and i 'm sure the Darkroom has a whole bunch of nice profiles for our new films
2: uh, we do actually our scanners we, we use primarily naritsu branded mm. scanners uh, mm-hmm. we also have Fuji Frontiers. Mm. When a scan is done on a negative, it's not simply removing the orange masks. There are other, there are other transforms that need to take place. Mm-hmm. So our scanners on 35 millimeter film actually will read the DX coating, identify what type of film it is, apply the proper profile, and remove reverse it out. Oh, wow. On 120 film, it's uh, reading actually the base density, the, uh, the, the rebate edge, the orange mask, and performing a, a transform from that.
7: Wow! All right. Awesome. That makes me want to go back and try some rescan some of my cross-process stuff to see if the changes. Can you? see? Yeah.
2: The s- scanners are our, our commercial scanners, though. To be honest, do have a hard time with cross-process film. Yeah. It's not what it's expecting, right. and there can be some confusion. We actually have one dedicated scanner that we feel scans the best on any cross-process work. So that's that's why cool. sometimes uh, cross-process work could be delayed a day or so because that scanning queue can get can get pretty yeah.
7: large. We've been talking about a scanning show eventually for film scanning we just never get around to it you know like how to work out the sprockets how to deal with 110 yeah the art of scanning at
0: home yeah tape it to the glass versus yeah absolutely uh, digitalizes yeah well we're going to move on to another topic let's take a quick break come back
6: hey there fppers did you know the darkroom.com now offers sheet film processing sheets that's right four by five and eight by ten black and white c41 e6 processing nice flat rate check them out the darkroom.com click on sheet film processing fill out your form ship it in they'll process it send it back lickety split they have excellent customer service they do a great job consistent dependable the darkroom.com check them out today Yo. Yo. I'm here in
0: the studio with Matt. We're doing a live spot for the
6: Debonair. Oh my gosh, that was plastic, fantastic! Yep, easily the coolest 120 toy camera out there.
0: 120 toy camera FPP found two thousand cameras up in Rochester, New York. They're now at the FPP store. It's 19.99 US, and while supplies last, you get the camera and a roll of 120 film. Usually popular. We're sending out a lot of cameras per per week. As a matter of fact, I. Some of the folks at the show that we ran into... What show? ...had ordered from the FPP store. Lately, myself, Matt, and Leslie from Imagine That... Imagine That. <laughs> Sprockets. Oh, they just look fantastic, Mike. Uh, we Instead of using 120 film in the FPP debonair, which is a 120 plastic camera, myself, Matt, and Leslie have been dropping in 35mm cartridges. It fits perfectly. All you need is, like... A piece of, like... Uh,
6: packing peanuts. Packing peanuts. Some gaffer's tape.
0: Yeah, one on each side. And you're good to go. It fits in perfect and... Nice and snug. Nice and snug, and it, it creates uh, your image on 35 millimeter film, includes the image onto the sprocket area of the film, which is... Very cool. When people see that, they're like, Whoa, Whoa. how'd you do that sprocket photography? <laughs> so the FPP Debonair Film Photography Store.com I know it sounds funny. You'd be like, hey, yeah, man, you, got a, you have 2,000 of them. It's a limited amount. Think about it. That's it. How many of you guys, guys and girls out there listening, we have way over 2,000 listeners listening to FPP regularly. Get it now. It is the coolest camera. A number one recommended by myself, Matt, Leslie, anyone that's used it so far, two thumbs up. So filmphotographystore.com, 120 film cameras. There it will be. Check it out. Yeah. hey we're back <laughs> hey for folks out there at home we're here at the uh, Jones Mansion in Finlay, Ohio and for folks here everyone has a free film developing card in their uh, kit you could send a roll of either black and white, slide yeah, yeah. yeah. Woo! <clears throat> here Courtesy of Keith at the dark room. Thank you, Keith. You're welcome. You. And rather than me just hoarding these and keeping them for myself, <laughs> <laughs> for folks listening, we're going to be giving away uh, this uh, a roll of film, a roll of um, uh, either Shmina, a black and white, or color film. Uh, and you could do this by going to our site, uh, filmphotographyproject.com. Go to giveaways. I think it's filmphotographyproject.com forward slash giveaways. And you will see. Oh, thank you. You will see our contest this month, where we were giving away this free developing card and a roll of film. Uh, we have about eighteen of these, so we have eighteen listeners, eighteen lucky listeners. First come, first serve. Uh, if you're here, you can't. You can't. No, can't sign up for it. Sorry. Uh, but uh, it's a real, it's really cool and it's really awesome, and, and uh, it's a real good introduction to the darkroom. So please do check out our contest. Uh, we're going to be moving right along, talk about some uh, large format stuff and C41 stuff, some Matt Mirage topics. <laughs> and here's a whole list, so you take your pick, I was Matt. I'm just going to camera away
6: at those. Sure. So uh, right along the same uh, vein as the C41 processing, uh, our darkroom tips today, we're going to talk about storing darkroom chemistry because I've recently uh, had to – uh, shift a whole bunch of my chemistry uh, a couple hundred miles. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a couple tips I have. There's two type. There's two main types of your, your chemistry. There's going to be your liquid chemistry, and there's going to be your anhydrous chemistry or your dry chems. The biggest part is if you have dry chemistry, try and keep it away from your liquid chemistry. Try and keep it in a separate container. Uh, if it's dry, uh, you'll get oftentimes with good film shipments or even new uh, products like a camera bag. You'll get those silica gel packets, or if you travel in a country just anywhere where it's it's hot and humid, you can get those uh, those silica, the reusable silica gel things. You can get them at uh outdoor stores. Yeah, new line. Yeah, or Uline sells them. Uh, They have these really cool ones you can bake in your oven. Uh, to, to remove the moisture, and it changes blue and pink depending on the moisture. Keep one of those with your dry chemistry, and it'll always stay dry. It won't clump up on you, and then you can... The anhydrous chemistry, you definitely want to keep that as dry as possible. Store the dry stuff together. What I'll even do to hedge against moisture getting in is I'll take some electrical tape, and I'll tape around the lid. If you receive something from a photographer's formulary, I just treat it like I received it and tape it around, make sure it stays dry, because once that stuff, some of that uh, film developer, or the components, once they clump up, They're not coming back, no matter Mm. what you do. Really? Mm. Yeah, so you want to keep it. And then the liquid chemistry, you always want to keep those topped off. They have these things out there called accordion-style bottles. The accordion Mm. bottles are great because you just press it down, press the air out, put the cap on, and you're keeping your chemistry a lot longer. Accordion Mm. bottles are great. They sell one-liter ones for your C41 kits because... Mm -hmm. Uh, unless Mike's topping them off, you know, they're going to go down. (laughs) They should uh, be going down. (laughs) They should be going down. And then I just had one other update, uh, since I'm kind of like in the loop with the retail stuff now. It's high time to get your Ilford ultra-large format orders in for 2014. Um, The great news this year is that the price has not gone up. On Il- Ilford large format films, <laughs> as opposed to Kodak films. So support, you know, Ilford is all is committed to analog photography. Keith can attest to that. And you can put your ultra large format orders in online. Uh, if you're local to the Midwest area, you can stop in at Midwest Photo Exchange, and they can take your orders as well. Same as your orders for Keith Canham, they can take those. But your Ilford orders have to be in uh, by the end of June. So.
0: Okay. Sweetie. Where do you get those? Where do you put those orders in?
6: You can put them in Midwest Photo Exchange, okay. or there's a couple other. Uh, you can go to uh, you can go to ilford uh, ilford.com and check out their uh, they have an, a news announcement page. We'll have a link to it in the okay. show notes. But they have a, a form you can fill out, and you can get your film any size uh, from 8x10 all the way to 20x24, Whoa. and even those roll films for those mm-hmm. panoramic large-format yeah, cameras. Great. So they have it that's all. That's Once a year. That's
4: awesome. It's wow. really cool that they do that.
0: Great. Mm-hmm.
4: Wow. You yeah.
6: hit all those topics that fast? Uh, I, I cranked out a couple. I have those some great. other things, but, you
0: know. Great. Well, really quick, we're going to talk about uh, SSI. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> We've talked about it in the past. <laughs> we're briefly going to talk about it. Uh, years ago, John and I... John's, you upset I'm at me? Not, no, I'm fine. We cranked out a bunch of movies, <laughs> uh, mostly for late night TV. They're R-rated late movies. Night. Y- yeah, late night <laughs> R-rated. You have to be over 18 to watch them. End but yes, yeah, so if you like, <laughs> if you like crude comedy, nudity, and. and what else?
1: My face. <laughs> so John,
0: John happens to star in uh, a spoof of CSI called not naked in this movie, so sorry to disappoint you. Yes. For folks here, I have, I have 40 copies. So all you have to do is after the show is come up to the table, You know, first come, first serve, grab one. You do have to be over 18. If you're not 18, have your dad or mom come up. <laughs> that's, not, that's not good have advice. Have your mom Mike. call
4: in. You need a note from your mother yes. If you want one it's, If you're not into
0: like Benny Hill type humor People still know Benny Hill I love Benny Hill uh, Grew up on Benny Hill Yeah Woo Or uh, what's the British uh, car- Carry On films uh, This is shot in England By the way This is shot by real English people Yeah this is shot in <laughs> Manchester England uh, and English people are putting on American accents. Oh. Of course, they. Horribly. It's just like Southern <laughs> accents. Everyone just talks it's, like. It's a free uh, show. It is. Oh, no, it's pretty yeah. funny. So, but John is the star of it. So if you're not offended by those things, I am giving the disclaimer. John is excellent <laughs> in it. Wow.
3: He is. He and really is. And
0: it, it's a really great effort. And uh, for folks out there who all this time have been listening to us talk about SSI, now's your chance here, if you're here, to, to grab a copy. Mike has 100,000 copies of these in his garage he's been trying to get rid of. That's right. Yeah. And if you're tuning in, I've been threatening, if you're listening uh, at home, uh, just go to the FPP website. There's a DVD section where we carry the uh, documentary on uh, John Mellencamp, the 8 the eight millimeter film. I'm going to sneak this in for one month. Oh, uh, <laughs> very cheap. We're Very inexpensive. You can just pick it up and
1: what well, do you say if you buy three rolls of film, you get a free SSI? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, guess. and you also get
0: to
7: you get to hear John sing.
1: Oh no.
7: Uh,
5: That's not the oh. movie.
7: Yeah, this is the Chicago scene, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's a flash dance booth.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Mac. <Matt. laughs> four by five. How do I get into that? Yeah, so now he's interested. My entry level.
3: Oh. He's awfully cute in leg warmers.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he does a splash scene. Oh, yeah, I it's just know. It's <laughs> brilliant. Later on today, for folks that are here in Finlay, we're going to be—you um, know—we're going to be taking a photo walk, and uh, then we're going to the university for a Polaroid party. Okay. Here's Leslie Lazerby <laughs> with our with our book of the month. Yes, book of the month. book of the
5: month. month. Everybody, book, book of the month. You wait, know. Get, get oh. one more. Oh,
4: wait. <laughs> All right, ready? Book, book of the month. Yeah. Let's, let's
0: get. Uh, let's get one. Uh, Just the girls. On, <laughs> <book> of, <laughs> on the show.
4: What, what show? show?
0: Your strudel sleeping? Or no, okay. Is that the real strudel? That was a purse. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> but take it away, it's Leslie. Funny.
3: As many of you know, I am a fan of vintage photo magazines, vintage even meaning like 1970, Peterson's Photographic, U.S. Camera from the 50s, and uh, flipping through it, and I don't know, I always start from the back and work forward. The back pages are good. Mm. But there's a book review in there. I don't have a ton of photography books. They're mostly technical, but they had, and this book came out in 1987, and they did a review in August of 87, and this is slightly uh, paraphrased, but I'm going to read it to you, and this is what sparked me to search. The book, uh, Loengard's photos are naturally journalistic, but there's a twist. At first glance, they look quite ordinary, but then there's always something askew, mm. an irony, a visual loose screw. Come on, who doesn't want to see a visual loose screw mm. that keeps you much longer than logic says you need to? Okay, i got to hunt this down. The guy's name is John Loengard. He is a former life photographer and then a life picture editor. So he's, you know got a lot of uh, uh, goodness behind him. But this is pretty early in 87. Jumped on my friend eBay, got the book. Started to read it, and I thought, I am not sure I really at all agree with this review. Maybe I simply interpret it wrong, I don't know. But I can tell you that in the first 16 pages, and, you know, a lot of you guys are youngsters to me, but I can tell you that uh, in the first 16 pages, I think I learned more about photography, the art of photography, even some of the technical, the technical even like cropping. Than I learned in all my years in the first sixteen pages of this this is an incredible incredible book each page shot on one side text on the other I usually you know scan over the image get what I get out of it and move on I read the text on this the text is incredible then I started marking text that I thought, oh, there's a few that I don't want to talk about. I had 25 of them marked. Mm. Now, this isn't going to work. And then I was breezing through this thing, and I was getting a little... I, I was savoring, literally savoring each image and bit of text. So I started limiting myself. 25 pages a night. I only read a night. 25 a night. You just got to stop there. You got you to make it last, girl. You got to make it last. Mm. So I did highlight a few, but I brought this copy today. I'm going to leave my brief show notes in it, but it, it will be on the table. I would like to give it away oh. because I really... Think this is one of the, Did you take this, it from the library? This is <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the list. <laughs> it's almost like uh, the uh, Shmina film. This was this was really quite a wonderful surprise to read it. And he talks about he's covered things like um, this goes back Edward Kennedy, John Kennedy, one in particular how important it is to title a print never really thought about it mm. do you see a print that's named untitled and i thought i knew what he was going to say And this is maybe where the visual loose screw or even the irony comes in i thought i knew what he was going to say and it gets down to the end of that text and what does that have to do with the picture bam there it is mm-hmm. it's just it's fantastic and then he talks technical sometimes i was astonished when i see photographers measuring light on a sunny day president Kennedy's funeral, a sunny day, the White House, Pre- White House press photographers were lined up in the driveway passing the word back, back and forth, 5'6", yes, 5'6", Charlie, it's 5'6", oh my God, the exposure of the film, yes, 5'6", hey, 5'6", pass it back, you know, <laughs> it's a sunny day, everything, the film we had then, everything was 5'6", and he, and what does this have to do with this shot of Long Beach, California, but, but he, he gets to it about, you know, um, film was made to be exposed in daylight they had the little thing. You got about 12 choices. Don't get hung up on the technical. Deal with the art of it and seeing. And sometimes this is the part, you know, I say, oh, man, they were so darn lucky to catch that. Mm. No, you go back sometimes till it's right. And
4: I've heard for, uh, for yeah. press photographers, F8 and B there.
3: Yeah, uh, there you go. F8 and B there. Uh, he talked about uh, the two basic types of composition. Oh, this all sounds so technical. No, this is such a delightful read. <laughs> He talks about how um, he's photographed uh, Cortez and Winston Churchill and Andre Cortez and how he got some images uh, censored. So he says, tell me about it, and he photographs how Andre Cortez felt his image was censored. That's what he photographed. Now, I haven't finished it yet because I am still savoring it. I put it away for a while. There's one in here he calls Anna, 1975, I can't even talk to you about. I get all choked up every time I look at this and read his last line. It's incredible how it's, and I have no children, so maybe it's even worse, but it's his enthusiasm and his love for a daughter. So, pretty cool. That's anyway, nice. Thank John, you. John Lohengard, and this is called Pictures under discussion. Uh, it's done in hardback, I think also siphoned through to uh, Softbound. I can't recommend it enough. Not uh-huh. overly expensive, but really a fantastic book.
7: Great. Cool. Thank, thank you, Leslie.
3: Really book of cool.
0: the month. Yeah. That's awesome.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
0: awesome. Well, I want to thank everyone for sitting in on our show. Good show. Right nice. And I want to thank Keith for taking that trip out. Yeah. And sitting yeah. On yeah. The You're welcome. Yeah, awesome. yeah. all right. If anyone has any questions, it's podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Oh,
2: <laughs> or, you
0: <can> <laughs> <laughs> or you can send us a mail. I'm going to put pen to paper. P.O. Box 152, paper. Butler, New Jersey, 07405. Check Always happy off. to Check read your letter on the air. Send us some pictures. Send us some Tim Tams. Send, yeah. send us yeah. Yeah. some uh, Mr. Uh, oh, Mr. Brown. Hey. Mr. Brown. For folks that are here, uh, first come, first serve. Don't, don't, don't make it be like a Who concert. <laughs> <laughs> Take <Stay> it easy. <laughs> Uh, behind the bar, we have some Mr. Brown. Uh, please sample it. It's on ice for it's been on ice about an hour. Mm-hmm. Wow, so, nice and chill. No, yeah, surprise. please do One. you know sample One. an authentic
7: Mr. Brown. We will trade some tickets Mr. for Mr. Brown, if you really wanted it. a Mr. Brown, you have to give me the tickets. Uh-huh.
0: And uh, everyone stretch the legs, and then we're going to do a uh, um, giveaways. The giveaways. No. So anyone has tickets. Whoa!
3: Me, if you haven't dropped your no, ticket, no. get
0: it done. Yeah. And then we're the going a big shot, and then we're out and about. Yes. So thanks, everybody. We'll, shot. Shot. we'll be back in two weeks, folks, folks yeah, listening. There, two there, weeks, two weeks. Uh, what are you, Bird?
3: Stone, don't settle the stone because
0: you're moving
5: forward. Oh,
0: okay. Got it. What are you shooting? What are you shooting on? Not a lot. There you go. Oh, are you 18? How did you Okay. Okay. I'm going
1: to fall down Birds fly around head She knows full well I'll wait a spell is my brain Her words my page Her gum my shoe Ice pop tongues blue Sixteen